The news continues to happen, and The Schrader Show is here to decipher the madness, to make sense of what's real and what's propaganda, to offer a point of view. This is 1360 and 97.5 WTAQ. Now, here's Steve Schrader. Well, good Tuesday afternoon. Welcome to this Shannon and Schrader podcast brought to you every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday for those of you who want a little bit more other than just the Saturday show. Right, Shannon? So welcome to you, Shannon. How are you this late morning? I am great. It's summer. So how warm is it going to get today? See, I saw 55, which would which would shatter a record. It's going to be 66, but probably closer to 70. Wow. So in light of that, and considering there is not a person on the planet that hates winter more than I do, you would probably agree with that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. We are going to, going to now, three, three topics that really need to be discussed, um, but we're going to try to make it short so that we can actually enjoy the weather today. So uh, what we're going to deal with first, we're going to deal with... <laughs> Again, you can't make this stuff up, and I hope people remember it at the ballot. Um, Shannon, and I, uh, rightfully so, I admit I know nothing about measles. Do you know anything about the measles? I do not. I know I, nothing. I don't. What I, what I know about the measles, I've seen, and now I've seen the left-wing media spin it and do something that, well, of course, they're— they're still covering for Joe Biden, but the United States has a 300% outbreak in measles. Now, if you're saying to yourself, measles, isn't that the vaccine that we got, the MMR, when we were kids? I think so, yeah. It is. <laughs> and again, I'm not a vaccine expert. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. I can tell you my feelings about vaccines, and I know I've got it somewhere here in the stack of stuff. Uh, remember when we were given that spreadsheet of all the shots you got as a baby, oh, yeah. like in 1966, yep. and it totaled like, what was it, like a dozen or something? I think it was less than that, like five. Right. And now, from a time a child's born till the time... They're 18. It's like 96, right? So, again, talk to your doctors, do all this stuff. But measles is essentially, here's what I do know, which is the important part. It's been pretty much eradicated in the United States until now. That's why we know nothing about it. Right. And as, uh, as some highly trained doctors would tell us, this is not... This is not a disease you want to relive. That, and that is a direct quote from Florida's attorney general. Mm-hmm. I read that. That's, that's the part I read in here. So when, because when I said to Shannon, oh, what do you want to do for topics? We have things we didn't get to Saturday. But I said, no, I want to keep it short and sweet today. But I want to talk about measles. And she said, measles? I, I, he was pretty much about measles today. Measles. We got to talk about well, measles. Well, and let me tell you why. 
So Shannon and I were planning when we were going to get here and do the podcast. And unfortunately, the host fell back to sleep this morning. So I fully own that. So I was delayed by about an hour. On a beautiful day. On a beautiful day. So Shannon's not real happy with me. I don't blame her. But um, anyway, when I fell back to sleep, which I didn't intend to do, I had had on a local television station. When that station went to their uh, national morning news, I caught it, and they had a doctor on, and the doctor's giving all these. And again, Gail King and Nate Burleson, they're doing their best to to paint this as, there's a 300% measles outbreak, and it's because of conservatives not getting their kids vaccinated. Because that's the new narrative that's going to be out there. You watch and see. And not all the people coming over the border? <clears throat> Well, they don't want to say that. Well, common sense tells you that. Common sense does tell you that, but that's not what we operate on in the United States anymore, unfortunately, (sighs) under Joe Biden. But let's, let's, again, because Shannon and I are not doctors, but she says it's common sense. So let's lay out some of that common sense. Right, Shannon, for the audience? Okay. The common sense is, do I think you should get your kids a polio vaccine? Absolutely. Do I think you should get them the MMR? Yeah. Those were the shots we had when we were kids that have been proven safe, right? Back then. Back then. But they've also been on the market for 50 years. So there's been... So that doesn't well, mean they but, didn't change it. That doesn't mean they didn't change it. But what it means is that product's on the market for both Republican and Democrat administrations. Because I can see once Trump becomes president again, which the only way that doesn't happen is if it gets stolen at this point because... All the polls are in his direction. Uh, the country is a mess. Uh, so you can't say, oh, the country's happy with where it's at. No one's happy with Joe Biden, despite what the media tries to tell you, right? So the whole point is we had this disease eradicated. But because Joe Biden has let through, get this, folks from 180 countries, 180 countries. That's why you see diseases you don't have. What happens when it's a disease that the entire planet has never seen, right? Like, let's say it's a, it's a trait in some small village somewhere that whatever, you know what I mean? Do you, you get where I'm going with this? That now this virus that was always contained to a small population gets unleashed on billions of people and billions of people start getting sick and we don't fi- we can't figure out why. That's what I worry about. Your thoughts? Well, I I would be worried about the same thing. Well, I am worried about the same thing, but there's going to be so so many diseases that we did eradicate coming back. Just wait. Measles is just the start. Exactly. There are so many more Measles is just the start. And again, now keep in mind, just because a parent won't let their kid get the COVID jab doesn't mean, like, would you get, okay, let me, let me ask it this way. I don't know if you're <clears throat> if one of your If one of your kids, well, I could put it to myself this way. It, this is why it might be a little easier to think about. If you had a baby right now, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know what I would do. No, I don't know what like I would so do many either. Things, <laughs> right? But, but, I look. I think that my ex-wife 
doesn't like vaccines either because she's a conservative. I don't know if she would want our son to have the MMR. I I, I, I think she would, because when he was little, we talked about it a lot. And, and he got his very basic vaccines, polio, MMR, you know what I mean. But, yeah. But again, like Shannon said, you know, it was like five shots or whatever it was in the 60s. And it, but was, it was a, a long small, time ago. And it was now a Now lo- people are more aware of vaccines and what, what they do to people. Like they cause autism in some people. Yes. So many different things. And back then you was just like, oh, yeah, give the baby the shots. <laughs> now it's like. Hmm. And, and our son is, in, in all honesty, on the autism scale. And, and my ex-wife believes it's, it's from. It probably is. Those vaccines. So, again, it's, it's tough. And I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know medically what the right answers are. But what I do know is letting people in from 180 different countries is a really bad idea. It's a terrible idea. Because you don't know if they're terrorists. You don't know if, if they're carrying diseases. All these things that, that guess what? All, all administrations, both Republican and Democrat, prior to to Joe Biden took serious, right? I mean, nobody, not even Barry Obama himself let the border get this bad. True. <laughs> I mean, literally, Jimmy, I mean, Joe Biden has to take worst president in history by far. Yeah. And maybe that's what he's going for. He knew he couldn't be the best, well, so he it, wants to be the worst. It I don't know. It almost seems like it because, I mean, you can't get any worse, and it just does keep getting worse and every he doesn't, day. And, and he doesn't change course. That's the key. He doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and I, let me give you a historical reference for that. Bill Clinton, it took Newt Gingrich shutting the government down for Clinton to take Newt serious that, no, Mr. President, you are not in control of all three branches of government you just control the White House. We control the House and Senate. You have to play by our rules just as much as we got to play by yours. And, you know, just in the studio here. Chuckles the Clown Schumer comes out of the White House after talking to Brandon. And, you know, he's going to whine about how we're leaving Ukraine and leaving Israel and yada, yada, yada. Well, the simple fact of the matter is Mike Johnson's not, the Speaker of the House is not letting him pass garbage right now. And the longer he does that, the better. Do you agree with that? Yep. So anyway, that's that's really about all I know on measles. But again, and you can see it, I got an uh, article from Jessica Glenza with the... Uh, UK Guardian that had this article, and there are outbreaks currently in Broward County, Florida, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And this article is trying to blame uh, Joseph uh, Ladapol, the uh, Surgeon General of Florida, for it because because he said that the COVID jab is killing people, so thus he's. Anti every vaccine, because that's the that's the work that the media does on folks. So, um, but just wanted you to be aware of it. Um, now moving on, let's. Uh, you want to talk about uh, Seinfeld or the jab first? Uh, let's talk about since we're talking about measles. Let's talk about the jab. Let's talk about the jab. So, 
Yeah, and and really, it goes along with the kind of the measles thing. I didn't have anything really new, although we did we did have an article. Um, explain the article that you sent me t- uh, to the audience a little bit, if you could, Shannon. Just the uh, just see which one it is here. Do, 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 do. Did you print it? I did not print it. I wish I would have printed it, but I guess I did not. Okay, there it is. Here we go. We're printing it now. Um, so doctors confirm vaccine connection after a young Ontario woman paralyzed following Moderna shot, then offer her euthanasia as a remedy. So we'll probably cover this in more detail tomorrow. But the woman in question is Katie Pollock. She's a 37-year-old from Mount Albert, Ontario. And she had a vibrant life as a mother, uh, very involved in the community. And that all came to a halt after diagnosed with a severe uh, severe vaccine-related reaction. So we may cover this in more detail tomorrow. We're we're just, uh, we weren't going to cover this in, overwhelming detail today but we wanted to let you know about it so that we could cover it tomorrow uh i'm just printing it right now but yeah you're starting to see and i know we talked about it last week but you're starting to see this shannon where it's trickles right it's trickles of doctors coming out and starting to tell the truth yeah right when it should be waves, waves. Because... No, it should be tsunamis right yes. now. It should be, now we're pulling this stupid thing off the market, period, until we can find, find a safer version that doesn't, you know, cause 18-year-olds to be running down a basketball court and have a cardiac arrest, right? And 10-year-olds. 10-year-olds. <laughs> All those skyrocketing numbers, and remember, folks, Shannon's been the one more behind that than me because the jab is kind of really what, if you really think about it, the da- the jab is what started your radio career. It really did. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're pretty right right there, too. That and the mask. Yeah. And you know what? That's how I got to know you. <laughs> True story. So <laughs> that's true. why Shannon's I always. Never thought about that's it like that. I, that's true. You know what? It just kind of struck me too. So uh, don't don't feel bad. So anyway, we'll bring you this story tomorrow. But let's get into uh, Jerry Seinfeld. So what happened to Jerry? Jerry, not was this weekend, speaking. but the weekend before. Yeah, he was. Speaking at, what was it called? He was at Weiss's State of Jewry. Jewry. Annual State of Jewry, which is, well, obviously I wasn't at the meeting, but to me, seems like what I think this is is Simon Weiss, who... I believe his granddaughter or something is running it, but he's this holo- This is what I believe, and, and again, there's not too much in this Gateway Pundit article. Why don't you uh, 
explain a little what, what happened. We can play the audio for him. Well, after he was done speaking at the event, he was walking to his car, and he was completely harassed all the way to his car by screaming anti-Israel protesters outside of the event. Um, and we do have audio of that screaming. And we're going to share that with you right now. Here is, now this is, this is from, hmm, what was it? No, the, this was this weekend. Wow, this was this weekend. I thought it was a weekend before. This was actually this weekend in New York City, Upper East Side. So that was at about one and a half times. Shannon, when, when, <clears throat> I'm sorry, but when, what do you call these nut jobs? Uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're it's like a hate group. Right. It's like Jerry Seinfeld's a Nazi. Yeah, that's pretty, that's. Pretty much what they were saying, and, and he just kept waving at him and got in his car quietly. He didn't do. He didn't say anything back to him. Well, apparently, I would inside, got in my car fast too. Now inside, <laughs> here's how this is written. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld screamed at outside. Oh, he screamed at. I thought I thought he said F U scum, but that was actually the protesters. Yeah, Jerry Jerry just had no, it's Barry Weiss. It's okay, it's Barry Weiss, free press. It was in the article. Sorry, folks, I missed it the first time. Barry Weiss is a conservative convert. Do you know you remember Barry Weiss now? I do not. You will. Oh, great. She's the former New York Times reporter that saw the light about how biased and how they lie. She was a liberal till they fired her. <laughs> she sounds smart. And, <clears throat> and it, it says, who is giving the 92 wise? It's 92 and then it's Y apostrophe S. I don't know what that stands for. Is the, uh, see, reading it the first time, that 92Y apostrophe S is 92 years. I don't have that article, so I cannot know what you're looking at. Oh, here it is. Yeah, it's, it's uh, the second to last paragraph on the bottom. It says, quote, the small crowd of protesters rallied outside the community center that was hosting Weiss who is giving the 92nd Y apostrophe S annual State of Jewry address. I think the State of Jewry address came out, I, I, it's, I don't know. I guess I'm just going to have to leave it with I don't know. I thought, I thought Weiss, when, it's, when it says the, uh, was hosting Weiss, it just said Weiss in the article, not Barry Weiss. So I thought, 
Actually, who I was thinking of was Simon Rosenthal, but not, I was way off base. So anyway, Barry Weiss is a former New York Times reporter turned, well, I don't even know if I'd go Barry Weiss conservative, but I would say Barry Weiss, Barry Weiss truth teller now. She doesn't work for the New York Times. And now I think she's a legitimate independent journalist. Um, but yeah, he's on the Upper East Side and the protesters, one of them yelled, F you, you, you support genocide, uh, Nazi scum, um, genocide supporter, you support genocide. Come on, the guy's a comedian. Yeah, and he was smiling and waving and, and, at the people that were accusing him of all this and just left like and again i'm not like i would have done like but i would have went faster than he did because they were scary they were like in his face <laughs> oh yeah and, and it, it is scary i mean look it's it's folks you got it i mean you also notice the big guys escorting jerry to his car i yeah. mean jerry expected that there would be this nonsense apparently because he had a pretty thorough security team to me it looks like in the video right oh, apparently and, you have to if you're jewish yeah, and living in and, new york and, uh, yeah unfortunately i guess it's become too unsafe in new york for jews that uh, to me it appears like jerry seinfeld's hired former secret service agents yeah they were pretty big they were in that in and of itself doesn't tell you anything because but the way they move too you know what i mean like there's no unnecessary movements of the agents. They're always right between him and the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, like nobody was going to get through that circle around him. Generally, a security circle, you got one guy leading, a guy on the side, another guy on the side of the protectee. It's like a, it's like a diamond, right? You got a, one lead. You got each one to each side of the person and, and somebody, at least one behind them to make sure that nobody can attack you from behind or the side or any of that kind of stuff. So um, he's got a good security team. You can tell by how they got him to the car because it was like 27 seconds. He wasn't running to the car. He was smiling, but he was also not dilly-dallying. He wanted to get to the car. Yeah. And I don't, As he should. And, and I don't blame him. I would have wanted to get to the car too. Yeah, me too. But it just... Does this tell us where we are as a culture? I mean, when you're harassing, I mean, don't these, have these people ever even seen Seinfeld? Probably not. Because. The only thing they know about him is that he's Jewish. Right. And, and the only thing I know about his Judaism is this. He uses it for humor. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. He's not trying to convert anybody. He's not out preaching. He's, he's. The whole show's premise was really, it really was about nothing. And a lot of the language in there, like matzo ball soup, right? When George says to the girl, I love you. And she goes, thank you. And he goes, Jerry goes, Georgie, you got to know you're going to get the reply before you throw that out there. That's pretty big matzo ball soup you're talking about when you're talking love, Right. I mean, I got, well, Shannon knows. I got this kind of stuff memorized, don't I? He's got every episode of Seinfeld memorized, and every time something happens, he's always got a Seinfeld quote. Pretty much. And that's the truth. (laughs) It is, because I would say I'm a Seinfeld fan, but I'm not nuts. You know, I don't have any 
tattoos or anything. Memorabilia. Memorabilia. <laughs> no, I have some memorabilia. You really? Yeah, you know what my memorabilia is? What? I have the Kramer. Like a doll? No. The, <laughs> no. What is it? I have the Kramer. What is the Kramer? The painting. Do you really? It's at my brother's domicile right now, but I'm about ready to bring it to mine. Domicile. <laughs> I just wanted to use the word domicile. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. So I wanted to use it. But no, I, I have the Kramer. I guess you do have memorabilia then. So I guess you I do. A, I guess I do have memorabilia. So, but again, it, this just shows, folks, and and we talked about this a little bit Thursday at the breakfast we had, right? That that you don't have a golden Trump trophy. <laughs> a, a, a golden idol of Trump. I because yeah. one of the one of the gentlemen <laughs> there said, "Well, if the Republicans." They called him the almighty Trump. Or yeah, he, he said something to the effect of, well, um, if Republicans quit worshiping the almighty Trump. Yeah, that's what he said. And at that point, um, we should really jip what Mike Johnson is saying to outside the White House. But um, and, what, and my reply, which I thought was pretty good. I didn't lose my temper. I said... I said, Donald Trump is not a god. He is not God. He is man. And I, I said, I don't worship him. I said, I don't have like a golden idol of Trump in my home. And then I looked to Shannon, who was sitting to my right. I was standing, you know, taking these questions. And I look at her and I go, you've been to my apartment very limited to see the dog, of course. But I said, you know, you've been in it. I said, it's pretty small, yada, yada, yada. Um, and I said, have you ever seen a golden idol of Donald Trump in my home? And Shannon promptly reported, no, she had not. But I didn't look. In fact, the closest thing I probably. (laughs) Now now I think you might have one now that I know you got the Kramer. You know, probably the closest (laughs) thing I have to an idol and I don't idolize it is the coffee mug that you gave me last year with our pictures on it. Yeah, that was cool. I got that too. And I've got the. Uh, birthday present that my dog gave me, Aww. coffee mug. So, and other personal stuff, but whatever. So, <laughs> with that, I think we'll wrap it up for this Tuesday, and be back tomorrow with some of the topics we didn't get to today and Saturday. So, again, appreciate you tuning in, and we'll be back again tomorrow. But before then, remember, freedom can't be centralized. And whether you like it or hate it, in your heart, you know we're right. We'll see you tomorrow. Courtesy of-